0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at babble.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's box. gracious. Welcome back to George's Box. I'm JJ. Nick. It's halfway point. We've gotta be the worst, whatever it is, five. 43 team ever joyless there
2: what fun game I was trying to think about this like what were the big fun moments of the first half I think I was actually at two of them um the game where Cole went toe-to-toe with Manoa and then Volpe hit like a big go-ahead home run in the eighth and we walked off and then there was the Rizzo bobblehead game where we went back and forth with the Rays and you know, Rizzo hit a go-ahead home run in the eighth and the place was
1: rocking. They really haven't had any even like fun games at all. I don't enjoy them. I don't like them. I'm tired of being a fan of, and there's no other way to put it. We're the domestic violence team. <laughs> we yeah. are. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that like Boone's tell them in the clubhouse, like, hey, tough loss, go take it out on her. But we traded for Chapman. We've held on to Herman. Now we got a third guy. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, like if it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it hits its wife like a duck, it's a domestic violence duck. And we
2: didn't cut Cordero. He's still on the fucking team. Why? He's a fringe Like, like and that was the same thing with Herman. It's like, and again, none of it is okay, but like with Chapman, you sort of understood their thinking. They acquired an elite reliever at the time at a discount Buy, and yeah. it was a good value.
1: By low. He's gonna do the right thing from here. We're gonna put things in place so that you know he doesn't end up just disappearing from the team at the end of this tenure <laughs> or getting infected tattoos. like we we're gonna do things. but Jimmy Cordero
2: like what what he's he's the last guy in the pen what
1: oh man, it's awful. It's awful. Stand up for the women who are cheering for your team one time guys, one time. 100%. And they want to tweet about like
2: on International Women's and in Baseball Day, they'll tweet about all the great things that they're doing. But when push comes to shove, they don't do shit.
1: So I said I tweeted today. All I know about Sean Casey's is a career 302 hitter and an all around nice guy that should go well with a team of 231 hitters who hit the women. <laughs> Jesus. No, I mean, bad. it's a side of like turning things around. Maybe I just wanted to off the top. Like, yeah, because. That happened, like, right after we recorded. You're right, yeah. No, it was really embarrassing. And And it's, like, like, people are trolling us and, like, I don't blame them. It's a fucking annoying thing. Like, it is an annoying thing because, like, there is no defense of it. And, like, for guys like us who don't live in New York and who have to deal with fan bases of other teams, we're going to hear, oh, are you guys hitting women? Like, yeah. Yeah, we are, apparently, unfortunately. So that sucks.
2: I've just it been
1: does. sitting on that.
2: No, no, that's fair. It's, yeah, it's, man, a lot, 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 of, lot of trash to get to. Let me just start. So the three-game stretch this week where it was, it was Wednesday night, they blew a three-run lead in the seventh to the Orioles. Thursday night, they lost fucking 15-1 to or whatever. And then Friday night, that debacle that I went to where they, score, where they had two hits in nine innings, two singles, was one of the worst three-game stretches that I've seen in a while. And remember, Jack, Monday night, huge win over Baltimore. Bader hits a three-run homer, 47,000 people in the building. You were there. Place going nuts. Tuesday, a big July 4th win, a matinee. They beat Baltimore. You're like, okay, like maybe we can go into the break like on a decent note. And they roll over to the Orioles and they roll over to the Cubs. Fucking Friday night. I was like rage tweeting. I was really upset. You could probably tell. That was the worst experience I've ever had at Yankee Stadium in the regular season. You had – there were 45,000 people there ready to explode. It was Rodon's first you know, first start. It was a Friday night. Cubs were in town. Like the place was rocking in the first inning. Like people were standing up before Rodon even threw a pitch to just kind of give him that like welcome to the Bronx sort of ovation. He throws a one, two, three inning. He ends it with a strikeout. Like he's pounding his chest. You're like, let's fucking go. And the offense, it was the worst offense I'd ever seen. How fucking check swings, half swings, three pitch strikeouts. I I think they had one walk and two hits. It it literally felt like they weren't even trying. And that's where my anger, like I could see the lack of effort
1: from the 200 level. Yeah, I mean, it is. So I said last week going into the Baltimore series, there's, you know, there's just no way we're sweeping this team. You know, if we swept the team, it could change the season, but it's not happening. Two games in. I'm clipping the sound of me saying that because you start dreaming about a four game sweep. Yeah. You Start thinking like, hey, you know what, guys, I'm ready to eat crow. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to, you know, hey, I was wrong. Now the second place team. Instead, we're in fourth place, which is never the place to be. No, and we're, even further than that, we were at – what was it? They were up 3 nothing
2: on Wednesday night or 3-1. Yeah. to one. Like they were very – they were I was inches ready. away.
1: I was ready to be wrong. I was hoping to be wrong. And then even – let's just take away.
2: All right, you split with the Orioles. The Orioles are actually a good team and you don't have Judge. Fine. To fucking go out there. And Jamison Tyone, who's basically been the worst pitcher in the major leagues this year. I think he's – other than maybe Severino. I think he's got like a 6.6 ERA. He throws 92 miles an hour. He has no put away stuff. We watched this guy be as mediocre as can be for us for two years to not get a single extra base hit off of him, to let him go eight innings. I, I think that's his career high. He never went eight innings for us. That, that was so embarrassing. So embarrassing to get punked by Jamison Tyone. I, I could not, I couldn't get over that. I, I still can't believe that I went to the game. And they had, they had two hits. There wasn't even a single fun moment. Or play, and it's like, look, like I know they're they're not gonna win the World Series every year, but I want to go to some games and have some fun moments and cheer. It's about the adrenaline rush. It's like a drug to me, honestly, and, and to you too, to go to the games and hear the crowd and see a home run or see a great play, and to go up there and sit there for two and a half hours and not see one fucking positive thing.
1: I'm losing my mind, dude. It, I as that game went on, when you posted the picture of Rodan in the outfield, and you were like, he's real. There was a little bit of me that was like, "That's cool. That's cool that Nick's there." Like, I don't get much FOMO. I didn't. I wouldn't say I fully had FOMO, but like, there was a little bit of like, "That's a fun Friday night." I remember yeah. being out there having fun. And now, uh, and then as the game went on, I was just like, "There are going to be train delays because Nick is going to lay on the tracks after this game."
3: <laughs>
2: it it was it was brutal. And you know, we talk about this like we both have kids. And like, as you get older, it gets harder to go. And I have to really, no one's going to feel bad for me, but like, you know, when I go to a game at the end of the week on a Friday night, like that's my big, that's my big thing. I rearrange other things. I, you know, help out with different things around the house and deal with things with my wife and kids to make sure that I can go. And, and when you do that and you spend the money and you go up there and you just get a complete dog shit effort, it fucks with you mentally. It, it, it really does, man. It was, it was brutal. It was the worst experience I've ever had in the regular season. Oh, man, what a Saturday they win. And everyone's, you know, blowing Stanton over the over the big home run. What fucking dude, dude, you have a 650 OPS. I don't give a fuck if he hits a ball 500 feet once a month.
1: Yeah, it doesn't count for extra when it hits the upper deck.
2: Just solo Homer.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. You hoped, especially the way the week started with getting those first two games, you're like, all right. We're going to build some momentum here. Like maybe we get, especially when you're up in that third game, you're like, shit, like maybe they could sweep it at least. Like it looks like we're going to get three out of four. We're going to pick because at this point in the season against a, div- a team in the same division, a split is a one series for the team that is ahead because you've just taken opportunities away, right? You hold serve. That's your benefit. Less, you know, less opportunities. So as they like, You know, got start, you know, got deeper into the week, and it's like, oh, the fucking Cubs. Okay. Well, the Cubs suck. So, like, let's go ahead. And then to just come out flat like that, it really sends you into the All-Star break of just like no excitement. I care. Uh, Although, like, I really don't want anyone on the Yankees to play in the All-Star game because I'd rather they just rest. Like there's less excitement around Cole starting because of the way the week went. Like, none of this is fun.
2: No, none of it. And you think about how different it would be. Like, they hold on to that lead Wednesday night, take three out of four from the Orioles. And then if, if Glaber, let's we'll get to him, can make the easiest, easiest double play ground ball I have ever seen anybody hit to anybody at any level. If he can field that ball cleanly, step on a base and make a twenty foot throw, you're like, okay, like we won we had a five and two week. Like we're back, and then you start thinking, oh, if we can just tread water for a little bit longer. Like, if they just win those two games, I feel like me and you are feeling great today.
1: Overall, I think we're feeling a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, what we were dying for, but at the same time, it's better than what we ended up with.
2: Yeah. Um. So let's let's get into that next. Um. Glaber is a guy that I've gone back and forth with a lot of people on Twitter. He's a guy that I loved when he came up as a prospect. He was awesome. And he has just turned into the ultimate loser. He makes errors and base running mistakes and mental mistakes at the worst time. And a lot of times people will overreact of like blaming a loss on one person, right? But Sunday was a clear example of that loss is basically 100% on him. If he fields again, a a ground ball that has a probably a 99% chance to get a double play, if he fields it cleanly. They win the game. It was hit in the direction of the base. His moment he was positioned perfectly. Momentum is carrying him towards second. All he has to do is pick up the ball, step and throw. He can't do it. And a lot of times you'll see guys, fuck, I'm on a roll with this. A lot of times you'll see guys like they'll get the double play ball right. And maybe they maybe they boot it, but they still pick it up and get the out at first. Yeah. He can't even fucking do that. He boots it, trips over himself, loses the ball, they get no outs, and the Cubs win. That was so infuriating and just so. Ah, such an embodiment of what he's become,
1: of just the ultimate loser. It was brutal to watch, man. Yeah, I mean, there are people who are, you know, who will always defend him and always try to like make excuses for, you know, because oh, he's, you know, he's one of our guys. He's a baby bomber or whatever <laughs> we convinced ourselves, or it's a 35 year old man. Um, <laughs> and like you kind of get to the point where it's just like, who would trade for this bag of shit? It, it's unbelievable. And again, like if he was
2: hitting 320 and had 28 home runs, I'd be fine with the errors in the base run. Cano used to do dumb shit all the time, but I didn't care because every single year he hit 310 with 28 bombs and was in the lineup every single day. So when he made a blunder, it was like, okay, I can live with it. Manny Ramirez used to make blunders for the Red Sox. Glaber Torres, it's like, you're not that guy. You are a 245 hitter. You can't be making these kinds of mistakes. And Boone's like, oh, he should be an, all- an all-star. And he's eighth in OPS plus among American League second basemen. I don't give a fuck. Make the basic
1: plays. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you do – you hit the point where it's like it's, it's not even like, oh, it was a rough break. Like when it's the same guy again and again, there's something clearly wrong there. And there's no accountability. No one's getting pulled. Like – and I don't care how many times Boone tells Jake that he can make the decisions when he manages the team. Like, we need someone else to manage the team, maybe, because, like, we want to put it all on the hitting coach. Fine. What the hitting coach have to do with guys not hustling, not being focused?
2: No, exactly. And me and you have been very vocal and, and pretty much in lockstep that Cashman is the ultimate, you know, the the ultimate culprit. But, but Boone's still been really bad. And look, the Rays, you know, the Rays' best team in the American League, Kevin Cash, uh, benched Wander Franco for two games because he was acting like a jerk off. And then for the Braves, the best team in the National League, the best team in baseball, their manager, Brian uh, Snitker, he benched, I think it was Marcel Ozuna for pimping a warning track fly ball. Those are the two best fucking teams in the league. OK, and their managers are benching players that are a hell of a lot better than Glaber Torres for making mistakes. Boone won't. And and let's just look at some of these these quotes from Boone after the game. He said for about the Glaber area, he said, quote, it happens He hasn't made an outlandish number of errors. And then I love that Max Goodman, who's one of our beat writers, actually called out the fact that Glaber leads all second basemen in errors with nine. So that's that. I mean, those quotes from Boone,
1: you can't say it happens. Like, Come on, man. Show some urgency. It happens too often. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, it does happen. We notice. We see that. He also said, we know we're
2: a great team. To the uh to the B writers, I would have said what you know, other than blind faith and vibes and energy or whatever millennial bullshit words you want to come with, what tangible evidence on the field actually makes you think we're a great team? Because we're I think we're twenty fifth in average in OBP. We're we're one of the last in OPS. We don't have good defensive metrics. The bullpen's been okay, but you can't look at this objectively from a
1: number standpoint and say we're a great team. Yeah. No, I mean like hope isn't a strategy. That's all I like. Hope is not a strategy.
2: This is fuck. This is fucking brutal. It's like, it's brutal. Cause it's like last year we had this immaculate. It's crazy. Looking back at last year, how good that first half was. They were like 50 and 20. And this year they're, they're basically 500. The other issue is we've played the majority of our home games. So I was looking at this. They have played 91 games. 51 have been at home they have 71 games left and only 30 will be at home. So like, I think they've had like 58% of their games so far have, have been at home. So it's going to be a lot of road games Yeah, coming up. I mean, do we sell? I think it's something you have to, you have to consider because they do have guys. They do have guys that you can get. I would think some decent prospects for the problem is, is like, selling in the middle of Judges and Cole's prime.
1: It's not the st- middle of Judges' prime. It's the beginning of the contract.
2: Yeah, but he's 31. He's still in his
1: prime. I mean, so, wh- I mean, what are you going to do? You give another $40 million to someone else? And I, I don't, don't know, because we're the angels now. We have two studs and Judge and Cole. and Everybody else sucks.
2: We're, we're like the East Coast
1: angels. Yeah, I mean, that, like... I wish I could tell, like, all right, here's what I've got. I've got an idea. Like, I I think a lot of times we come to these things and we we come with ideas of, like, hey, here's something they should do because we're trying to, you know, separate ourselves from all the other people who are just complaining on the Internet. Yeah. But, like, the solution is a time machine. Like, that's what the solution is. If we could put all of our resources towards a time machine, we could (laughs) get out of this. Uh, And at the same time, it's just like. Boone has like a uh, cashman has to go like where there is no we are you're in cole's prime you're in judges prime right but it's the beginning of the judge contract you've just called up volpe we have log jammed ourselves so that peraza who may be the top prospect in baseball now or you know he's near the top can't we don't have room for a, we don't have a room for a guy who is probably i don't even know what his minor league stats are but he's got a shit ton of home runs and probably hitting close to 300 because Josh Donaldson is batting 120. Like there, there just is no, like there is no path forward.
2: No. And it's like, I don't know. You're right. What is the Cause you have these high paid veterans that are under contract for multiple years. I mean, I Rizzo Stanton and DJ that are, these guys are supposed to be good players. These are former MVPs and, and batting champions and world series Champions in, in Rizzo and, and these guys are all just simultaneously shitting the bed. Rizzo hasn't homered since May 20th, dude. It's July 11th. This, the, the wall's 315 feet.
1: Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had, like, anything to give you there to be like, no, this is why it's not. It, it It is so bad. Just, like, so incredibly bad that like i don't know i don't know who you can even bring in that can fix this
2: yeah because what's and the, like, OFC like they just what's the OFC? right because look you got Judge for eight more years you got rodan for for six years he's made one start Stanton, what is it five years after this or for you they are yeah. they are so locked in even dj man dj hitting you know what 220 He looks like a like a guy on my softball team when he runs to first. I mean, he has no his legs look absolutely shot. Like he just looks absolutely washed up. He looks like a beer league softball player
1: out there. I mean, it's crazy to think. But like when we look back on our time as Yankee fans, it's going to be one of the worst contracts of all time. DJ, it was such a layup to give him like we thought we underpaid him. Like when he signed the contract, you and I both were like, he deserves significantly more money than that. Nope. Yeah.
2: And a lot of people say it's because the juice ball, but like that can't be, that can't be the whole story. Like you don't just go from three fifty to two twenty just because yeah. of the
1: ball. The juice ball keeps uh keeps the ball in the ballpark. It doesn't keep it out of gloves. Like it's, it doesn't just give you ground balls or weak pop ups. Like a pop up to third base is not going to be a home run with the juice ball. It's still
2: And when they got DJ, like the reason they called him the machine was because he would consistently, he would basically pull every breaking ball for a hit and he would punch every fastball to right field for a hit. Like it was automatic. He's ripping, you know, curveballs down the left field line for doubles and he's punching fastballs to right field for singles. And now he's just perpetually stuck in that where he's like, you know, he's late on the fastball, but he's early on the on the off-speed pitch, just like Giancarlo, both, both completely lost. And and Giancarlo, you know, when, when judge got hurt, you check my Twitter. It was like, whatever day that was, I was like, Stanton needs to be the guy to carry us. Like he's the MVP. He's the highest paid guy in the lineup. Like he needs to go on a Stanton tear and he has a fucking sitting 200 and he's a guy that will crush a mistake 500 feet, but he is not a guy that just puts together consistently strong at bats and works the count and swings at good pitches it's all like, it's all the sports illustrated. It's like the chicks dig the long ball. It's all, it's all flash. No fire with him. I feel
1: like it's, it's uh, a rod esque, like meaningless home runs. It's just, you know, no one has stepped up. I mean, oh, Volpe, Volpe Volpe Volpe's eating some chicken parm. He had the chicken parm. He's, he's hitting better. And then like, we've got the, like, Oh, from time to time we call a guy. Oh, Jake Bowers hit a home run. Like, Woo! you know it's it just it's not gonna last it's not sustainable this is and i understand the idea that like well if we were in any other division we'd be in first place or you know if we were in the central we'd be in first place but we're not so like we can't build for fantasy camp we have to build for the team we're actually <laughs> like the teams we have to actually play uh, no
2: absolutely and they are so i mean you saw it in the Orioles series specifically like how slow and unathletic we looked compared to them like they got a 24 year old catcher in rutschman they got cedric mullins and gunner henderson they got these athletic ass dudes and again i know i harp on this all the time but then we have like dj and donaldson like clunking around the field and pulling up lame after hitting a foul ball like the, the lack of athleticism is so obvious and, and look like you said i don't want to just come on here and complain like when when we first met and we went to a game together i think you called me like a golden retriever
1: or something because i was always happy yeah. and
2: did. Like, I don't want to be venting all the time, but I feel like they're giving us no choice.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, we, we've been given no option, but to, I mean, how can you be happy? Like, I don't care what the, the record says. I care about, did we, like, do we realistically have a chance to win the world series? And right now, I don't see how you say that we do. We're not in a playoff spot right now. So even for the, like, with every team pretty much makes the playoffs. If you said right now, oh, it's – you know, you you can't use that argument of like, well, we'd make the playoffs. We wouldn't. And I kind of like that.
2: I like that Cashman can't sit at his all-star game State of the Union and say, well – Is he even there? Does he even give a fuck? Well, he's going to – I think he's going to talk this week or or I heard that. No, it's it's really – it's really disturbing. And if you remember like 2021, like that's the worst for me, like that was the worst season that I can remember since like those 2013, 2014 dead years. And they got embarrassed at Fenway and they were like, well, we made the playoffs. And like, they kind of hung their head on that. If they missed the playoffs, I don't really know what they'd be able to, other than a judge injury, obviously, I don't really know what they'd be able to point to to kind of hang their, hang their hat on like at this point do we want them to I'm never going to root for my team to lose but at this point do we almost want them to miss the playoffs for a shakeup like I don't know I'm all fucked up
1: like it is one of those things where you say like you know if you were to say like oh I don't want like I want you know like we just need to lose and you know change this team around right some people are going to say like oh well you're a bad fan then I mean this isn't you know hope again hope is not a strategy so they're just like hope everyone's going to play better everyone's gonna come back a year older like so after this year what do we get rid of donaldson and his contract even though i think we got to pay him like five million dollars or something right, like that to go away yeah yeah uh rizzo's contract's up right i think he has one more
2: maybe he has an option didn't they give him like a oh
1: no you know what he you might be right actually. That was a two-year deal. Yeah, no, you're right. But who knows? We probably owe him some money to leave. And like Rizzo's a good dude. Like he plays a great first base. He's in a slump right now. No, no, we got him for another seventeen million dollars next year.
2: All right. So when? Oh then, yeah, because he opted out, and then they did the extension
1: thing. Yeah, and then we've got to pay him the year after that six million dollars to go away. Go away.
3: Donaldson's
2: gone. I think they're going to trade. They they have to trade Glaber in the offseason. Like, there's no way. There's no way he's in. I don't think he's in the lineup. I mean, how much are you going to get for him? At this point, it would almost be addition by subtraction. You can move Volpe to second. You can put Perazic short. And you can at least begin the future with a cheap, cheap middle infield. Maybe get some some pitching prospects. What do you like? So I know we're not boon guys, but I feel like we also don't think that he has a ton of impact compared to Cashman. Like at this point, I'm just fucking sick of hearing him talk and the optimistic bullshit. And I just want him gone. Cause I have to listen to him every day. I don't know how much of an impact it would actually have, but like, I can't listen to him, you know, tell me it's raining as he's pissing on me.
1: Well, it's a combination of like Cashman has given him chicken shit and said, make chicken salad. But at the same time, like every decision he makes is the wrong one. <laughs> like every, you know, you talk about like, I, you know, you can cost a team a game. Like I don't believe, I, I'm not a big, um, it's not that I don't believe in. I'm just not very astute at advanced metrics. Yep. Like war. But there are things where it's like, you know, Glaber, whatever his war is, after that game, you just subtract one. You have to take one away. Um, and I think, you know, there is the, as I've said, like wins above a monkey managing the team. And I think that a monkey could put in a lineup with these guys and get the same results that we've been getting. I get it. Like he makes them all feel nice about themselves. That's great. But at the same time, it's not a, like, it's not a, it's not a winning scenario. It's not working. Like you need to have some kind of mix and I like maybe these guys need hard asses to to talk to them. Yeah, it's funny. It's like Girardi's nickname was the
2: sergeant. Like he was like the military, he came from a military yeah. family. He had the buzz cut. He was super serious, never joked around. And we went from him to Boone, who's like the, you know, the California like surfer pothead. And, you know, it's like, can we get something in the middle? Like, I feel like we just have these two crazy extremes, and it would have been nice to get someone in the middle. But I think the the team is taking on his personality of just being daisical it's all good. It happens. Like, we're the fucking Yankees, man. Like, you you can't build your brand on excellence and dynasties and being the best and championships and then be satisfied with mediocrity. Like, that's just not how it works.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, it's just there's nothing about this, and I'm also not a uh like George would be rolling over in his grave. But at the same time, <laughs> It's like this is an embarrassment to the Yankee fans that came before us. Like it's just it's so there's just like no one gives a fuck. And again, 302 career hitter. He's only played in a handful of playoff games, but he he hit well there. Sean Casey. Sean Casey's not a guy who's going to be hard on anyone. I think he's going to like probably kiss them all or something, give them all hugs. Yeah, but did so yeah. Let's let's do that next. Did you? Are you
2: happy disappointed or indifferent about the, um, the hitting coach change? Like, where do you fall? Cause there's some people that are like, Oh, it's just a scapegoat. And then other people are happy about it. Where do you kind of land
1: there? So I, I think it is, it's a scapegoat. Like the, the, the issue is Brian Cashman. The issue is Hal Steinberg. Nobody wants to run the New York Yankees less than Hal Steinberg. Brian Cashman. Is going to be there for forever because Hal is so fucking bad at owning the team. So you've got a guy who doesn't know baseball picking a guy to make all the decisions who the game has just changed, outgrown him, whatever it is. And then he's picking people fucking worse than him to manage the team. And then after that, we're getting jackhole coaches aside from Matt Blake, who I do love very much. Oh, no. Yeah. No, Matt Blake's
2: great. And, he, and here's kind of where where I am. So, first of all, this is the the Casey's the sixth hitting coach in 10 years. OK, so that's 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 the first thing that you can't keep scapegoating.
1: I because happy- they're not graduating to be managers. Let's just make that sure it's not like, oh, well, yeah, well, he went on <laughs> to manage someone. It's
2: not like the NFL where it's like coordinators becoming.
1: Yeah, there's no coaching tree that's going great here.
2: But I do like that at least it's a break from the complacency. Like like after hearing the, oh, it's all good. We're great. Like it was nice to just see something, some sort of
1: action happen, I guess. that's So what I, I, I don't look at it as like, oh, this is going to change. You know, this is the change. But I do look at it as like, well, there's um, I've been watching the American Gladiators documentary on Netflix okay. and they yeah. had 30 for 30. And remember, they had a have you watched it at all? Uh, No, but I've seen the previews of it. Have you seen American Gladiators when you were a kid? Nope. Well, there's a thing. Like in the final challenge, you got to run through. There's three doors. Okay. Uh, Like one's a wall. The other one's clear. And the third one, there's a gladiator there with like a – Yeah, yeah. So I just look at it and like if you run into the one that's a wall, then you got to go to the next one. You keep trying, right? Okay, yeah. We've eliminated a door. It's not the hitting coach. (laughs) That's the way I look at it. Like that one's done. Like more pieces have to fall with the way this is going. And so while I don't believe that Sean Casey is going to turn this team around because I do think like a lot of these guys are old, injured or not good. um, It's going to, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. And again, we're pulling him off of a TV set. Our coaching staff is pulled off of a fucking TV (laughs) set. He's been at the MLB Network since 2009. It's not like he's been working with like I, I'm sure he pops up at Red's fucking fantasy camp or whatever the hell they do. Like he's the coolest alumni of the shittiest team. <laughs> I guess they can't have
2: Pete Rose back. after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very frustrating. And what I've noticed this year specifically, like, even Yankee teams that weren't good, they always work the count. Like we'd always get starting pitchers out fifth, six innings, work a bunch of walks, foul pitches off. They, like you look at Friday night, perfect example. They don't work the count. They didn't work the count at all under Lawson. Like they're letting Jamison Tyone go eight shutout innings. They're 20th in walks this year. Like I, I can't remember their top five in walks every single year that I can remember in their 20th. Like that, that is what I think was really killing them. Maybe if they can get back to actually working the count and getting, you know, starting pitchers out of the game before the eighth inning, it'll pick up. But I guess, look, Casey can't be any worse than Lawson. And
1: Lawson seemed like a fucking prick, too. Yeah, like, I'm I'm fine with the change. I just think, like, as long as we're all on the same page, that this is not the solution. Like, this isn't the be-all, end-all, that, like, everything's great now. No, and he's
2: not going to, you know, he's not going to fix Luis Severino, who just, like, I I just think it's over. I mean, I think his ERA is over seven. What happened to
1: him? It's really bad like i think you know he's a guy who maybe got too full of himself like early on and just like can't i don't know just like can't get it together like in any way at all it's, and it's insane. bad cuz like and the home runs come in bunches like when the first one comes you know another's coming like immediately after
2: yeah i know all, all the time he's 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 got a negative 1.1 1. 1 war Got a 7.38 ERA. If you would have told me in 2018, I mean, we didn't know each other, but if you would have told me in 2018 that, you know, in, in 2023, Luis Severino would have a 7.4 ERA and Torres would be hitting 240 and be the worst defender and base runner in the league. Like I would have looked at you like you had three heads. Like it's crazy how some of, how far some of these guys have fallen. It's really mind
1: boggling. And I mean, to a certain extent. It's the organization the same way we haven't developed a pitcher to start a hundred games since Phil Hughes and, and Andy Pettit before him. Um, we're, we had the number one prospect in baseball. Gleyber Torres can do fucking nothing. Aaron judge has lived up to the potential when healthy. I think Gary Sanchez is the best player on the Padres now. He's- <laughs> I haven't I haven't checked on him on a while. I know he was hot when he got there. I did like at one point see it was like he
2: had a million home runs. Always he always hit him in bunches. And Judge is the only one of these guys. It's crazy like they all I feel like Sanchez has seven is seven homers.
1: I mean that's pretty good for a bag of shit like him. <laughs>
2: Like you think that one, I mean, dude, let's keep, I mean, you go back to, you know, Greg Bird and all these guys. I I forgot
1: Greg Bird existed, which actually reminds me, we got to find a, uh, find someone for, for Mayor Bear to spend her life with. She's in Tuscany. Meredith Morakovich is just doing a a romantic European vacation with her brother. We got to, we got to re-sign Greg Bird and bring them back together. Wait, is that? Meredith and Greg Bird had a thing. Uh, that was the rumor on Twitter. I don't think that was real at all. But
2: is that okay? So that actually makes sense because yesterday they were doing like the field update and it was some random guy and I had no idea who it well, was. I was like, "Where's Meredith? What's going on?" Oh, yeah. I guess she's like she's doing the thing like extending the All Star break. Yeah, that's actually like we do for a work trip, like yeah. stay for Yankee game.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, she's out in Italy.
2: Oh, good good for her. Uh, no, this is really. Really frustrating, and like hearing you're even seeing it. Like you're not seeing it from like Ruko, but like from Kay and Paul O'Neill and Cone. Like they're even being like, "God, like it's hard
1: for them to like spin it." Good, dude. They are having late August conversations. Yes, yes. In yes. Early yes. July. Well said. Well said. I mean. Listen, Cody Bellinger was in the family room playing, you know, his dad was on the team. I played with it like Paul O'Neill told that story every inning for the entire (laughs) weekend. It was the weekend's Wade Boggs on a horse.
2: (laughs) They're so lost marketing wise without judge. It's like they have no idea how to promote the games or like what to say. They're they're so lost without judge. It's really scary that you have this seven billion dollar organization a team with a 300 million dollar payroll that's essentially
1: fully dependent on one single dude yeah yeah no maybe roster construction was an issue like it is all built around it's built around uh, our ace who is starting the all-star game and has aside from a playoff dud in a winner go home game where he shit the bed and you know what honestly though if he won that game how far are we going to fucking make it anyway um and aaron judge who is and again you could like it was a baseball play so can't be mad at the injury can be mad at how long it takes to get healthy and is again missing significant amounts of time you know it's been almost a month I, we don't have like a path. He's gonna have to. When you're out this long, you're gonna have to do a couple rehab games. They're not gonna do it every day. He's gonna every other day. So we are, you know, we are looking at August. We're looking at missing two months of Aaron Judge. I'm surprised you're not
2: holding out hope that you'll see him in Baltimore at the end of it. You don't think any shot for that? That can, I mean, I, maybe. I'm
1: not necessarily sold on the rehab games either, but you go. They, I mean, they, maybe they come out of the break and they're like, Hey, he's feeling great. He's starting the rehab games. So, like, yeah, maybe he'll be back July 29th instead of August 1st. I don't know if they have time for the rehab. Man, if they keep
2: falling, like, look, they're, you mentioned being in fourth place. We're only a game up on the Red Sox. If, if they get into last place and he says he's ready to go, like, can you really, I mean, this could, could they're on pace to win 87 games right now? They don't really have any leeway for rehab games. I think you got to just maybe just DH him first. And that's his rehab.
1: (laughs) Like, I mean, maybe, but like you're talking about them having, doing something different than they've always done, right? (laughs) Like, you know, it's just, they're, they've given me no reason to think that they'll either, they'll do it in a way that he'll be back like pretty quick or that he would not just re-injure himself. Because that's the other thing. If he says, well, hey, we're in last place. I'm ready to go. We've seen him try to, you know, define his return before and it hasn't worked out. And now they I mean, when it's when you're out for this long, you have to start thinking about the rest of the contract.
2: Yes. And with the record, like if they get to a point where he's still not back in there, you know, 12 games out of the division and. Five games out of a wild card spot. Gee, you know, I don't want to use the S word, but you just give him the surgery and hope he's ready for 24. Like you do get to that point.
1: Yeah. We were fourth place in mid-August. Yeah. You, You shut him the fuck down because otherwise you're playing without him in April. And we've got Rizzo at first base and we've got DJ God knows where. And who knows if anyone bites on Glaber hopefully Peraza doesn't hate us. Like,
2: Yeah. It's also crazy, even with how bad it's been, man, that place is packed every single night. You were there Monday. I was there Friday. They're first in the American league in attendance, averaging over 41,000 a night. Um, People are really showing out and it's just, you know, they're not giving the fans fans, anything like with the recent, I know a lot of the tickets are sold, you know, over the winter and, you know, previously and stuff, but, I, like there's a lot of juice from the crowd for no juice from the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I was surprised. I, like I, you said, I went on a Monday night and I was thinking like, well, this will be easy. Now I forgot that they were doing fireworks for the first time in years. Um. So like that brought a lot of people out. There were a lot of kids there. Gotcha. Uh, um. But like it was it was buzzing. There were a lot of people, there, a lot of people excited. You, I mean, you know me. I, aside from now, this is the second time I've gone with my kids. I'm not in there for first pitch. I'm no, I'm at the bar. You know, I'm hanging out. I'm not in a huge rush. Um, but there, I was there. Like people were so excited to see um Herman just like go, jog out to the outfield. Yeah, yeah.
2: And same for me with Rodon. Like people were just there were a lot of people in there at five o'clock, and I. The reason I went in super early is because I had Pepsi Lounge and it was hot as shit. And I was like, you know what, I'll just pregame in here um, and kind of watch warm ups, which is actually a pretty cool experience. But like Rodon would like, you know, walk from the bullpen to center field and people would just start cheering. Like people were really like they tell those stories about I guess it was like 1995 Don Mattingly like did some was jogging three hours before the game and the crowd went nuts. I mean, it wasn't like that, but it was that kind of thing where people yeah. just ramped up at five o'clock ready to go
1: it it's so depressing because you do kind of look and you're like, what do I have to look forward to for the rest of the summer? And it is, I mean, we were back on hot girl summer watch where it's like, I'm not going to let these losers, you know, ruin, ruin my summer. But then at the same time, you look at it and you go, we're, uh, 25, you know, we're, we're above 500 like we're significantly above 500 like this team shouldn't be as bad as it is but like the biggest thing is cuz it's not just the wins and losses i understand if we're in another division we'd be in first place yada 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 but we're not in a playoff position it's the way like we just can't like pivot and go we can't just be like all right we just won these two games against the Orioles. we've got a lead let's fucking foot on their neck let's finish this we can't do it we just don't have that We're not that organization right now. No, and it's also things
2: that we're accustomed to. Like, like I use the example of grinding out at bats, like even bad Yankee teams, and you know, they'd always do that or like winning at home. Normally, even in the, even in our quote unquote down years, like they're still one of the best teams at home. They're only five games over at home. Like they're not winning at home. They're, they're not doing anything really exciting. God, if you're, if you're, if you're still listening to this, thanks for, thanks for hanging with us because this has just been a complete, trashing of the team but uh it's hard to and and even some of the more positive you know podcasters or whoever out there like it's got to be tough to spin it to spin right now like if you're going for the positive thing
1: yeah like i'm glad that this isn't our real jobs like we're Uh. not like oh well you know if we don't get listeners like how am i going to pay the fucking rent (laughs) like we've got it for us that wouldn't be good
2: should we look at let's so let's look at let's look at coming out of the. Coming out of the break here, they're going to go to Colorado, who is awful. They'll have Rodon. I guess Cole, if Cole's starting the All-Star game, he won't pitch. He probably won't pitch till like, you know, next week. I doubt he pitches in Colorado, right?
1: Well, that may be the case. You never know if, like, this is just considered. When did he start last? He started
2: on Saturday, so it'll be two days rest. They might just treat this This like a bullpen. Yeah, this is his just throwing session. And maybe he goes Sunday. Maybe he goes Sunday in Colorado. Oh, man, the schedule. See, this is so this is the end of our we're in the middle of our easy schedule here. So we have three in Colorado. They stink. Three in Los Angeles, Anaheim, whatever the fuck without trout. They stink. And then you have the Royals at home, who I think they're the worst team in the league. So nine really. If like if you go four and five during that stretch, just just it's over.
1: Like this is, you have to go, if you're going to say, like, we're going to make a move at, at some point in the season, you got to go like seven and two. And like, maybe you lose an Otani start if you even face him, which you probably will the third game. So, Assume yes. he starts coming out of the, out of the break for them and then comes back around second, second series against us.
2: We'll see. Yeah, we'll see Otani. tiny. I mean, four and two
1: on the, or
2: at least on this Rockies Angels trip is an absolute minimum. I mean, you you'd think you can sweep the Royals at home if you're going to sweep anybody. I think have they swept? They swept the Reds. That might be their only sweep this year. I said, didn't we sweep Oakland? Oh, and we swept Oakland at home. Okay, so that's two.
1: And then yeah, I mean, and then yeah, after the look Royals at that, but-
2: dude. Start with the Orioles and then read that off what like the schedule
1: oh yeah you've got the the mets who are a bad team but again subway series like you're gonna you're gonna see there's there's extra juice you know and like coming back after a break like a verlander scherzer like they're looking to fucking you know prove everybody wrong and then yeah then it's baltimore tampa Houston, oh my God, it like it hurts to read. Keep going, keep going. Houston isn't even a first place team. The White Sox, who are currently ah, they're a they're a fourth place team, so we've got that going for us. The Marlins, who are surging in Miami, will not be easy in Miami. Second place team, then uh, Atlanta, best team. The only league. team better than the Marlins, Red Sox, and then like yeah, then we get the shitty Nationals. So like. We can really start to look forward, but, but then the Rays are right behind them. Yeah, like July, it was July 29th or that. That Orioles
2: series through August 16th, the break. Like that, that three-week stretch is going to be a gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yeah, and we might have Judge back for it. Yeah, so what is your, like, what do you think is going? Because, dude, I get people that text me, like, not even trying to troll me, but, like, Phillies fans are like, Mets fans or Red Sox fans, friends that I have been like, so what's going on with Judge? And I'm like, dude, I have no, no idea. You could tell me he's going to be back for the Colorado series. You could tell me Labor Day.
1: Yeah. I mean, whenever anyone asks me and they're like asking me, um, you know, genuinely. Yes. I just say like, yo, it is just. We are a bad organization right now. Like we have it's organizational chaos. And we have no ability to bring players along the way that you're supposed to. And we have no ability to move on from players when you're supposed to and anticipate that those changes in their um, production are going to come.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's very, very difficult. God, this this schedule is giving me the heebie jeebies, man. The Rays, the raise into Houston. Oh, my God. That is just like the Sunday scaries. <laughs> and, dude, look at your, like, even your Oreo
1: series that you were going to.
2: Man, I bet in February, March, you were looking at the schedule. Like,
1: oh, we'll be eight
2: games up on them. Be Beautiful easy. night at Camden Yards. Easy. I don't
1: even have to worry about it. I'm not going to hear it from anybody. I'm, I'm going to go in there. They would have had their little bit of fun early in the season. I expected that. By now, we are a first place team, and they are a fourth place team. That's what I expected. And now, you know, it's a seven o'clock game. I'm still going to go. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have lots of drinks. But like, I'm I'm probably leave that game in like the fifth inning. Just go to the bar. <laughs> I like, think it's going to be a very different Camden
2: Yards. We're used to like the friendly, you know, mostly. I think it's going to be like a little bit, not like a Philly crowd, but like closer to that.
1: Like, I could tell you that I am probably just going to wear a T-shirt and not a jersey. Cause I don't wow. need people from like a block away to like know everything I have going on. Yeah, damn, that's sad. Hearing you say that is like kind of sad. I'm
2: not gonna lie, you're usually Mister Loud and Proud. Um, that's you're you're going to the Saturday night game. Oh, that's a Fox game. That's yeah. You see? Yeah, man. Not a lot. Look, if we and look, we're, I'm talking all this shit now on Friday night at 8:40. I'm going to be locked in and excited for this Colorado series once I have a week off. But I mean, if they, if they shit the bed in that Rockies angel stretch, I think I'm going to, I'll still go to a couple, maybe one or two more games, but I, I would definitely start to check out at that point. Like if they go, they go two and four against the angels and the Rockies kind of done.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like as I look at the calendar, right? I got, uh, On September 22nd, it's a Friday. Charlie Wisco's getting married out in Long Island, right? I'm going to that wedding. Now, normally, if you think of like, all right, well, I've got no kids, no dogs. I'm going to be out on Long Island. I'm not going to get too hammered at a wedding anymore. Like I'm not doing that because regardless, I'm going to, I have to drive. So my wife and I have like a free night. We could do anything we want in the greater New York City area. Free day. And she even asked, she was like, so are we just going to like hustle and like go to a Yankee game? Like get a hotel on the Upper East Side? You know, I said no. Because like what? I can't plan that far ahead to be like, no, this is going to be worthwhile. Yeah, because by
2: I mean, so wait, the wedding is a Friday, Friday. wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're looking at. So like that Saturday, the 23rd. Yeah. No, I mean, they could be out of it by then.
1: Yeah. Judge bobblehead day.
2: That's what it is. People will be lined up at uh 9 a.m. for
1: that. Um, old-timers yeah. day. It's old-timers day, September 9th. That's late. It feels like, well, you know what it is? Fucking global warming. It's too hot to bring those old people out there <laughs> after, in fucking August.
2: Dude, one time me and my dad went and we like watched the actual like game, like the old-timers game that starts at like 11 a.m. Dude, yeah. we were baking in the sun for like seven hours. I
1: was like. We were like, this was cool, but we're never doing this again. Like I did it once in a suite. Okay. That was yeah. the only way I could do it. Cause like, you need to be able to go inside. It's so long. It, it, it's
2: ridiculous. Cause yeah, I think for like, so like for a one o'clock game, I feel like they started the game at like 1030 yeah. or 11. And so like, you know, the gate, you're literally there for like eight hours by the end <laughs> of it. Yeah. No, it's rough.
1: <laughs> oh man. All right. I think this team sucks. We get a couple days away from them. I am not going to... I'm probably not going to watch Homer and Derby. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to watch... I probably won't watch the All-Star game. You're not going to
2: watch Cole in the first inning?
1: If I happen to be near my TV and I'm not dead set on watching something else, I will throw it on. Okay. But, like, if I happen to tonight like, be like, Oh, hey, there's... I start a new series. Like right now, I'm watching nothing. If I start, if my wife tonight is like, oh, I wanted to watch this, you know, mini series or whatever on Netflix, and we start it, sorry, Cole. I got to watch Finding Maya or Inventing Anna or something with a woman's name where she's either scammed <laughs> someone or killed someone.
2: Something with a woman's name. Yeah, I've been, the um, Yankees have been on our second TV a lot recently and like, Jamie will be like watching a show and normally like by like seven 2 I'm like alright you know show's over Like the, and I've been like recently been like no keep watching your show and I'll put the Yankees on the second TV she's like wow they must be doing pretty bad
1: right don't you wish you didn't tell her as much so she just think you're being like a sweet guy
2: <laughs> I'm just in a good mood uh, I'm really really happy with you it's not the fact that we've lost 8 of 11
1: yeah no it's just because uh, I'm a caring giving lover Ugh, sucks. All right,
2: well, look, you know, maybe they'll, hey, they come take two out of three in Colorado. will
1: I think like we'll come back with some juice a week from today. We'll see. We will see. Everybody, enjoy your time off. Follow Nick on Twitter at NYY. He'll be tweeting the first inning of the game tomorrow. Follow me at jj from the Bronx. I don't know. I might be watching the documentary about wham on Netflix because my wife wants to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see you here next week. I don't know. Maybe we'll fly somewhere for the parade. Where do you think they're having the parade this year? Houston in November? That could <laughs> be nice.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why?